No. What are my big, beautiful beebies? I really had to pee beebs. <laughs> go pee then. I'll you want me to pee you. while he's going on? If you would just go do it and stop talking about oh, it, Jesus then this Christ. would probably be... <laughs> you scared the shit out of me just now. Yeah. Well, this is me as a mom right now. Just yeah. fucking do it. Just pee. Hey, shut up. Hey, guys. This is Megan Townsend. Uh, usually, there's Keith without a crew here, Keith Batista, but he is pissing currently. So I will be, uh, this is what it would be like if I had my own podcast, which would probably be really awkward because I don't know how to talk that much. And maybe I do. Maybe I'd be really good at this. Maybe I'd be better, in fact. Don't tell Keith. This is Adventures in Roommating, Roommate Pod. This is our podcast. Me and Keith are uh, a couple of friends. We are roommates who live in Los Angeles. I talk a lot about Dick. He talks a lot about having a dick. I don't know. He talks a lot about movies and, and just his bullshit life. Um, but basically we have fun. And if you are listening to us for the first time, welcome. You are about to embark on a journey of just absolute ridiculousness. And if you are one of our BBs who's been around for a while, I just want to give you a little love and thank you for sticking around. You guys make this fun. This is still fun to do over a year later. And, um, we're super lucky because of Patreon and all these things that we are able to keep a roof over our head, just podcasting, which is fucking incredible. And I don't think I get to say it enough how much I appreciate that. Um, but you guys like literally are life changers. So, uh, someone's done peeing. Yeah, Welcome I'm back. It's quick. That's what happens. Yeah. Well, when you shut up and you just do it, huh? Just fucking. So just fucking do it. Okay. I hope that chair goddamn breaks under you. No, I picked the, the sturdier of God the two. Damn it. <laughs> fucking cunt. Look at you wearing your fucking professional shirt. Yeah, it's tight as shit and I hate it. And it's the only other shirt I have that looks decent on me. And I must do laundry after we finish this <laughs> podcast. So if we could just fucking roll through this shit. You should make it a crop top. No. <laughs> I want to make it a crop top. What does that mean? It's when you cut it. So, you so it's like it's cropped? Yeah, it's cropped. It's literally the fucking name. It's so a top it's cropped that's cropped. From the bottom. Started from the bottom, now we here. Started from the bottom, now we here. <laughs> that crystal, yeah, actually we watched it last oh night. Oh my God. Um, we were watching, I would never guys, interrupt him. Ever. No, don't heckle Crystalia. No. I, if you guys haven't seen Crystalia's real dancing, please educate yourself. Go to his Instagram. He, he go to this Instagram. He went, he did. So Crystalia is a comedian. Um, we, I know him mostly from 10 Minute Podcast. And if you're listening to his, tweet this episode at him. Please tweet this episode at him. And let him know that... Tell him he's a piece of shit. <laughs> Maybe no, I don't know who he is, but nah. he seems really cool. <laughs> he seems really cool. So he does this thing called Real Dancing. He put up this Instagram video of him sing- him dancing to that fucking flow Rida song. Yeah. It's like, welcome to, to my, my house. Yeah, that's the only lyrics we know. And it's like, it plays in that commercial where the people have like a house on the back of a truck and there's that girl like rapping along to it. So he does this weird little Gumby fuck dance. And now everyone's doing it and it's fucking incredible it's so good girl just in the video we put on the the phil defranco ch- show channel yesterday falzone did the dance in yeah, the video i want everyone in that office to learn it and do it together old school i already tweeted mob. it at at falzone old school flash mob style so we'll see maybe maybe i'll pitch it to phil you should those motherfuckers all did the uh, i don't think he'll like it though it's so like but maybe it'll make him friends specific. with chris Delia. maybe i mean that'd be a cool uh i'm the queen of ideas so I if i have an idea in, it's though. a good one chris Delia? yeah I feel like he hates the internet. I feel like he both <laughs> loves and hates the internet. He might come in for a table talk, though. Him oh, and Falzone on a table talk would be fucking hilarious. Oh, my hilarious. God. I can't imagine. I'm predicting that in the new year. Him, Falzone, and Zaragoza. Oh, my God. Can you imagine that table well, talk? you know, for as long as Zaragoza's around, I'm sure. What? <laughs> I don't think Zaragoza's going to be there forever. At SourceFed? Yeah. Oh. Right? I don't know. Oh. 
I think eventually he's leaving. I think everyone's eventually leaving. You true. You right. You true. You That's true. right. I'm true. <laughs> you true. I am the fucking truth. I just feel like uh, I don't know if that's real or not, or I made that up. But I feel like Zara. Oh, I feel like you know something I don't know. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I just I'm right, shocked when of any of the original. He wasn't the original, but he was like the second class. He was the new class, if you will. Um, I feel like they're all working their way out. He's like the king of the host right now. Yeah, and yeah. once they're at the top, they got to go. I don't know what he's going to do. <laughs> Maybe this new podcast he does with Falzone will oh, yeah. take off. Because guess what? Podcasts are the way of the future. <laughs> it's just a... It, How many podcasts a, did I start it, this it's week? A, it's a great way to make content. It's a great way to make content. I don't want to say it's easy, but it's easy. It is easy. Yeah. Especially if you just like talking and you have a good rapport with the person that you yeah. talk with. Like, I mean, you can't be boring. You don't have to worry about fucking lighting or importing anything besides just audio and mm-hmm. putting that together. It's mm-hmm. so fucking good. And I'm so sad that YouTube is starting to realize it and they're all trying to do it now. Because <laughs> yeah. I love it. I have yeah. four podcasts currently. That's stupid. <laughs> I mean, some of them, are, are, uh, once more with, we're just talking about starting. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that we should start maybe... Maybe this weekend. Tomorrow. Yeah, maybe we'll I'm off tomorrow. Maybe uh, maybe we'll watch an episode Yeah. and do it. Fuck, maybe we'll do it today. Maybe 30-minute episodes, you think? Yeah. If that. Tops? Yeah, tops. Hmm. Tamps. Because I feel like we could literally we could drag watch... this table over, <laughs> <laughs> watch an episode, and then immediately hit record once it's done. I feel like, too. I'm going to take notes. Just so we could talk about it right away. I'm going to take fucking notes. Interesting. You could probably bang out at least two a night. Yeah. Maybe more. Look at us discussing our strategy for doing that. Oh, anyway, yeah. Let's 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 get to this. Because uh, I've seen I've content. seen a handful of tweets from people that are watching Buffy currently. Yeah. Because they're preparing. I keep getting tagged by somebody on they're Instagram. Did you us. see the person who tagged us on Instagram saying how much they ship uh, Giles and Jenny? Guess what? Da, 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 don't say it. Don't ruin anything. No. What were you gonna say? No, oh, no, I could have made it a lot worse. I could have spoiled it even worse. <laughs> yeah, that's true. There's two spoilers, I guess. Just, you know what? I'm going to give you advice I would give for anyone that's enjoying anything of Joss Whedon's. Enjoy your time. <laughs> Make it count. Make it count. You know, if you need to, if there's an episode where you feel like maybe it's going in a certain direction, you could just end the episode and be like, you know what? Maybe that's where the season ends. Oh, girl, I just feel like you've ruined me. Cause like now, anytime something good happens in a show, I'm like, well, yeah, that's gonna go to shit. Go like they're definitely setting that I up. Ruin you, life ruined you. But I guess that's just how good writing's done. Like like on Scandal, that was another show we started watching. Like Scandal, crazy. fuck Scandal. And it was like you know that shit's like out of control now. It's like I think out Olivia Pope is like in control of B six thirteen or whatever the fuck that government yeah, girl, secret agency I is. I haven't watched it in a minute. I need to get back into it. But oh, it got so intense happened, that like, I was like, I don't know how to feel emotions. Anymore, like you've you've taken all of her my and emotions. Jake are still fucking on and off. Joss though. Whedon and fucking Shonda Rhimes. Oh my god! If they ever pair up and oh do anything, my god, I couldn't, I wouldn't survive it. I wouldn't oh. survive it. I'm reading. I haven't made my way all the way through, but I was reading Shonda Rhimes' book. Mm-hmm. Uh, just heard say yes, whatever the fuck bullshit to the dress. Year of yes, whatever the fuck. Mm-hmm. No, not say yes. The, the Jim Carrey movie. <laughs> no. Oh. Um. The book based off the Jim Carrey movie. No. <laughs> okay. Shonda Rhimes' interpretation of the Jim Carrey Shonda movie. Rhimes' interpretation of the book based on the movie, based on the book. Yeah. I mean, Shonda Rhimes also has written some shows that fall into... I mean, I have a big... I have an issue with shows that go past seven or eight seasons. Well, they usually they usually fizzle out, yeah. Yeah. Depending on the... Except for Game of Thrones. You know, Still you, going strong. You know my theory. Oh, that's season six. You know so. my theory about three seasons. You know it. Three seasons and I'm out. Yeah, I guess you're right. I'm trying to think of a show that... 
I think that I think that other shows throughout. have great seasons, but I feel like if every show had three seasons, like you know you have three seasons, maybe even five. I'll go up to five. But like I just feel like as a writer, you would be able to be like, this is where this starts, this is where this ends, and we can like do justice. There's no filler fucking episodes. Yeah, but we do justice to everything. But then someone's like, Oh, here's a million dollars if no, you write a new it. season. I get it. Yeah. So then you're I like, all right, I guess I could write something for a but million I just, bucks. I just feel like I would rather every show have three to five seasons or whatever, and you finish out that story, and then like, oh, this did so well, we'll give you money to start another show, because clearly you know how to fucking write. I yeah. just think a story, like, even ER, Grey's Anatomy, you're in these fucking shows that go on for like 14 fucking seasons. It's like, just kill them all. <laughs> All of them. It's too I much. Know. I think it because depends do, on the show. But I, you, would you agree that sometimes I've found that there are characters or there are storylines that they just drag The way you say just death. is starting to piss me off. What? Because you say just. Just? Yeah. It's starting to piss you like, off? Like, I don't know. Maybe you it's just... You raised your hands and It's just about maybe this, this just last two podcasts we, sh- we were recording, but like just only or just this. You just say ju- ju- just, justice. Everything you say pisses me off, <laughs> and I hold it in. I hold it in. I don't. You fuck what? Yeah, exactly. What are you saying? Shut the fuck up. What were we talking about? Oh, seasons. I was saying that I just feel like there have been. I just, just feel. Jester, yeah. Just feel. Jesting. <laughs> just jesting with you. Stupid fucking I Michigan just, speak. Fuck you, bitch. I just feel that there are. Things that have been destroyed by writers who had to fucking pull out a storyline or a character. Out of their ass. Yeah, farther than it needed Well, that's, 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 the, that's the problem. It's that the writers had that plan, like you said. I mean, typically when you come up with a show, they have a plan for a few seasons. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. And then if the show does it's, well, they'll just give you more money to keep writing. And so, yeah. I think it's a combination of out of ideas, not being interested in writing more, but yeah. being paid to... To no, do so, I get you know? it. I totally get it, and I'm sure if I was in the same position, I would just continue on because it's a great way to whatever. But, but I think you're right. I think some shows should just come out and say, "Hey, we're gonna be these many seasons." Yeah. Or like we have it planned out for this. I just I know it would hurt, like you get to the third season or whatever, and you're like, "Oh my god, it's the last one." It sucks as a fan, but I just feel like yeah. But movies, everything comes to an end. Everything comes. But to But it's an all end. about money, man. And I wish they came to an end. Before you ruined all the characters I loved. <laughs> I keep going to Battlestar. How many how many seasons was Battlestar? I don't remember. I feel like it was five. Was, was it, it five? five or was it three? It was not just... Was it just three? Maybe it was just three. But uh, that's another like show that uh, pretty no. much was good. That's four seasons. Four seasons. Okay. There was a little bit of filler here and there. There was some filler. They also did the thing that I hate the most. They skipped forward. They did skip forward. But it was a... Uh, it was fine. I dealt with it. It was acceptable. I got to skip past her and what's his face fucking, so I was fine with it. Who? The son. I the, forget their names. Um, <laughs> oh, oh, the good looking British guy? <laughs> I mean, that's, yeah. Well, like the stereotypically, yeah. like the attractive dude yeah, of, of, yeah. The, like the, of the Yeah, yeah, like the son of what's his face. Apollo. Apollo. That's his name, Apollo. I was there for, um, fuck Apollo. I was there for... Such a British... Like, he did such a good American accent. I know. And when I hear him talk real, like, it sounds weird to me. Yeah. Go on. I feel like, um, I feel the same way about Wesley from Angel oh, and Buffy. Yeah. I Alexis Denisoff. I, Alexis, I wish, I'm. if we ever become friends, I'm so sorry for this in advance, but 
You're going to have to speak in a British accent around me. <laughs> you and um, Spike. You're just going to have to speak in a British accent. Oh, I forgot me. he wasn't British either. It hurts. It hurts me. Wesley was so good at his accent. I think yeah. it's because so good. he lived in England for a while, I'm pretty sure. He was just, it was, everything was great. Alexis. I loved his accent. Yeah. And then, um, who is it? There, oh, there's someone, something, something recently that we watched that I was like, why don't they just let him have his fucking accent? Um, that we watched recently? Yeah, I feel like we watched it recently and I was like, I Jude just Law? wish. Yeah, that was one of them. I think there was someone else, but yeah, Jude Law. I was like, just mm-hmm. let him have his fucking accent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He'd be so much more attractive with his accent. Oh, who was it? Was it that in Trainwreck, maybe? Um, was it? I don't think there's anyone. What movies did we watch recently? I know, I don't even know. Trainwreck, Spy. Um, they didn't let him speak in his accent. I don't don't know. There's something Benedict Cumberbatch is speaking an American accent for Doctor Strange. Yeah, which is interesting. I mean, I embrace it. It just sometimes people just sound better with certain accents, and I like it. Oh yeah, I mean, look, English and or Australian or Australian accents are are great. We started watching a show last night called Animals on Holy HBO shit. that is so good. That and what was the other Please. one we were watching? It was Jamie. Oh, Jamey. Jamey. <laughs> I watched the first episode, which I loved. Yeah. Uh, I was like, people on Tumblr always use this shit. What Jemay. is this? And it was Jamey. But yeah, Animals was really funny. Well, yeah, it was really, really good. It's just, it's just straight think, up right dialogue. I think every... Like, not even yeah, well it's animated l- shit. It's literally like, it must just be two friends that were like... Yeah, what do you think those pigeons are thinking about right now? <laughs> yeah. What do you think those rats are thinking about? And they just wrote dialogue around it, and it's fucking funny. Yeah. The one we watched, we watched one about, pi- about I think rats. The pigeons was the last one, but like there was one about rats that we were watching. And he just wanted to like. Make he's babies. never made babies. He's never made babies before. And everyone's like, "What? You haven't made babies? Yeah. What?" And uh, and, and then he I eats poison. He yeah. eats poison. <laughs> he eats some poison, and they're like, "Oh my god, you have to like maybe there's still time for you to make babies." What is that? Did you feel that? I felt that. I felt like a, a rumble. Is there <laughs> an earthquake hungry. about to happen? I'm just hungry. I am hungry, though. Okay. You said it three times in a row. And I'm hungry. I got you. We're good. We're good. We'll get food after this one. What are we going to get? Oh, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure we won't agree with it on anything. No, I'm going to do my own thing. Yeah, I was going to say that's the way today's been. I, I don't, you love Tipsy Cow, girl. I mean, I like it, but I ain't love it that much. I'm just in a weird phase with Tipsy Cow where I just want it. <laughs> Bless you, bitch. Excuse me. Bless you. What? <laughs> you look like you're gonna say something. You I gotta just, sneeze again. My head hurt. <laughs> I feel like I'm gonna sneeze. Stop it. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Fuck. It's happening, guys. Oh god. I'm we're getting dying. hungry now. What if we died on the podcast? It's two o'clock already. Oh fuck, girl. This time's going by too quick. I've been waking up too late. Um. Oh girl. I just want to get to the questions. Can we get to the questions? Yeah, we can. Jesus Christ. I don't want to have to think right now. <laughs> Let's get to the things where we have to give advice. So those for you who don't know, we've got a, a <laughs> website. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Roommatepod.com. Go there. Send us questions. Thank you. Bye. Yeah, um, This is uh, sent directly through the website. The subject to this question mm-hmm. is BBQ question talking about food issues with a dude. All right. Hi, Megan and Keith. Please don't use my name just in case, question mark. Uh, So for context, I know how Keith loves a paragraph. My boyfriend and I have been together for almost a year now. He's super awesome. I'm super lucky to have him around. All that shiz. Uh, I noticed he sometimes drags his feet about eating. Mm. Like way back in the first few months 
after we met. He ran cross-country all through high school following his older brother Mm -hmm. and grew up in a pretty L.A.-ish area with a lot of shirtless buff dudes wandering around all the time. Mm -hmm. We talked about it before, and he's admitted that he gets anxious about how he looks. He's kind of anxious in general, so I can totally see how that combination would get to him. Mm -hmm. I guess my question is, how would you guys bring up the topic of eating disorders Mm -hmm. if it starts to get worse? I try to keep an eye on it. I really don't think he's endangering himself or anything. I'm not trying to stage an intervention or anything like that. Mm-hmm. At the same time, I worry about him because uh, I worry about him using not eating as a fallback when he's stressed about other shits. Mm-hmm. I grew up in the NorCal bubble, TM in parentheses, uh, and I guess I didn't get the usual amount of media exposure about body image that most girls do, so I feel pretty out of depth talking about it, even mm-hmm. when he brings it up. My roommate and I do get an on his case if he tries to study through dinner or anything. I hate doing it, though, and I kind of feel like an asshole telling him to eat better when I'm inhaling Oreos for breakfast mm-hmm. or whatever dumb college shit. I don't know. I know a lot of guys... I know a lot of guys' eating disorders go unchecked for years, mm-hmm. and I don't want something to slip through the cracks just because I couldn't figure out where to go with the conversation. Anyways, it would be really appreciated. Any thoughts you guys have... Um, sorry if the grammar is a hot mess. I'm like 18% asleep right now. I seriously just went to check if Keith's name had a silent H because I couldn't remember which of you fuckers had extraneous consonants. So, besos y abrazos, especially for Margot. You still spelled it wrong. She put an H at the end of Margot. H at the end of Margot? With parentheses. Uh, maybe she's just like, fuck it. <laughs> maybe. Okay. All right. So, so how to bring up to someone... That they might not be eating the okay. way they should. I think just as much as... I personally don't feel like this guy's got an eating disorder. Mm-hmm. I don't really know him that well. But it seems like he does eat. There's just times where he, like you said, would rather study... He focuses on other things. Or do something else yeah. than eat. Now, it's one thing to skip a meal just to have it later. Yeah. Versus just, like, skipping, skipping a meal entirely. I mean, sometimes you come home and don't eat. I don't... Well, the thing is with me... But you're tired. I don't eat a lot. Yeah. And and something that always pisses me off throughout my whole life mm. is people saying, telling me to eat more. Yeah, yeah. Like my, my mom and my dad would say, eat more, eat more, have more. And yeah, I yeah. think that's a very generational thing too. Yeah. I think it's like older people, maybe it's because back in the day, think times were rough or whatever. And like, yeah, if you have food, you, you fucking should eat the food you have. Yeah, yeah. Whereas nowadays, it's like we know that too much eating is not good for you. Mm -hmm. And I just stopped forcing myself to to feel so full. Yeah, yeah. When I'm full now, I just stop eating. People say, you haven't eaten anything. I was like, well, I ate. It's just I didn't eat as much as you would like me to eat, but I'm eating. Yeah. Um, I think like... I don't know. Yeah, like if this person is just like stressed and he's working through whatever and he's eating later or whatever. Yeah, I just feel like there's a lot of specifics we we, uh, we need to know more about. I mean, it's one of those things where like if I knew someone I was dating or whatever was like had a long night and I was getting food or I was making food, I'd probably just like make a little extra and like leave it for him or something like, hey, if you just so it takes the stress out of having to order food or whatever, like Mm -hmm. we can put snacks in the table or something while they're studying and doing whatever. Um, But I think... In, unless you see someone like struggling, struggling with something, I think all you can really do is kind of just let them know like, hey, if you ever need any, if you ever need anything, I'm here. If you ever want to talk about anything, I'm here. Um, 
you could bring up the concern of like, hey, I notice that sometimes like you you study through the night and you don't eat, and so I just want to make sure that you feel good. So like if you if you ever need help, like if you ever need me to like make dinner for us, or you ever. Um, you're just too stressed out to go get food. I'll go get us food. Like, yeah. so just make it like more of a convenience of like, Hey, I just want to make sure that like you feel good while you're studying as opposed to like, Hey, I just want to make sure that you're eating. Cause I think you might have a fucking yeah. eating disorder. Um, but I think all you can really do is make yourself available to help someone that you care about. But on top of that too, it's just maybe you just have different diets. It's very true. Like you said, you wake Not up and eat Oreos. Eats three meals a day. Not everyone wakes up and eats Oreos too. Yeah. That's true. That's you know that's that I'd be a little bit more concerned about than someone (laughs) who like he might be sitting there like yo bitch (laughs) 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 really you're gonna talk to me about fucking nutrition. (laughs) I I don't think it's bad to watch what you eat in order to maintain a physique. I think it's college. Yeah, fucking. I think I twenty. Well, uh, yeah, it was college. Yeah, college was like I wouldn't eat for a long time and then I'd eat like late at night or I would like eat after. Yeah, I I remember being in a very stressful like it was disordered, not necessarily. It was more disordered because of my schedule and what I was putting priority on. Mm-hmm. I think that a lot of me learning my own habits with eating and how I feel about eating is just coming now in my 30s, to be honest. So I think that just, you know, check in, make sure that you do you, hey, I'm going to get some dinner. Do you want anything? I can get you something for later. And, um, and see what the reaction is there. If he's just not eating at all, that's, I mean, that's an issue. But if he's just yeah. pushing it off to later, or he's just not eating when you want or how much you want, I mean. And I also think there may be, may be an element of like a gender expectation. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, well, if you're, you're a man, you're supposed food. to eat a lot, you know. Yeah. And it's like, well, just as much as like women think they don't, they shouldn't eat a lot or they should have yeah. a salad when they're on a date, you know. Yeah, no. That's not true. And it's not true that a man has to eat a lot either. That's true. Yeah. So yeah, just make yourself available, but I wouldn't like harp on someone for something because if, when it comes to that stuff too, like if you are going through that, I just feel like I'm less likely to open up to someone if I can tell they're on my case about it and they're being judgmental. Yeah. Like, you know, so there's some advice. Hopefully there's some good advice in there. Helps a little bit. Yeah. This next email is going to be interesting. Boom. Subject is adventures in BDSM. Yeah. <laughs> Right up my alley. I think someone told us FetLife. F-E-T Life Fet is like life? a website if you are interested in like kink and BDSM and things like that. Cool. FetLife. Um, this person says, hey guys, I'm a 22-year-old female. Mm-hmm. Uh, have never had a boyfriend, mm-hmm. but thanks to Tinder, have had a few sexual encounters. All right. Uh, none of which were with terribly skilled partners. Okay. I mean, how would you know, though? Never know. Uh, (laughs) However, I recently met up with a guy who had asked if I was submissive. I looked into Dom's sub stuff and decided it was something I could be into. Okay. I talked with him for a bit, uh, ended up sending him some nude pictures, which I had never done before, hashtag mixed feelings, and he came over the next day. Okay. So it was hands down the, quote, best sex I have had. All Best right. is real relative here. Really not a lot to compete with. Okay. Uh, he was great about checking in with me about everything he was doing, mm-hmm. but I've had a lot of conflicted feelings about it since. Okay. I think I ultimately liked that he was checking in more than any of the stuff he was checking in about. Mm. Example, slapping, spanking, etc. cetera. Mm-hmm. Uh, another piece of this is that I'm a survivor of sexual assault mm. and tend to go for Tinder hookups when I'm in a place where I feel like I don't deserve a real relationship yeah. or am capable of one. Mm. I know I'm in therapy. We actually talked about the thing with this guy. It's a whole thing. Mm-hmm. I don't think this guy I hooked up with is a bad person or anything, and I really found 
the whole dom sub relationship interesting, mm-hmm. but now he wants more mm-hmm. and to meet up again. And I'm just not sure mm-hmm. it's for me or that I should be engaging in the, engaging in this kind of stuff right now. Okay. But I don't feel like I can just block him and I'm scared about what he might do with the pictures. Oh, we should have thought about that ahead of time. How do you move? How do I move forward? <laughs> I mean, if you want me to be blunt, yeah. uh, how do I move forward with having had this new sexual experience and figuring out what it means about me? Thanks, guys. Megan, your recent video on your sexual assault really resonated with me. And Keith, you're a great human. Keep up the great He's work. All right. P.S. Yeah. Also, I'm a dog walker, so I had a plethora of cute dog pics to choose from, but went with my own dog. And we got a little fur baby here, smiling for you. Oh, the baby. That's a cute dog. Um, Want to take this one first, peeps? I think you're really aware for a 22 year old, like really. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm impressed. Yeah. Um, not to you know talk down about 22, but I just feel like you're talking in a way that I still don't talk. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that you know you said this person by all accounts seems to have was very forward about what he likes, but was also respectful in the sense that he checks in and so on, so on. You like that. Um, nothing that you told me makes me think that he's like some spiteful asshole that's just going to release your photos. I think that you can be as open and honest as you want to be with him about it. I would say, Hey, exactly. You told us I had a good time and you know, I enjoyed aspects of it. You know, I was kind of testing this out and like, I've never really done that, you know, the Dom sub thing before. Um, and I, and I, and I really liked this about it. I really like that you checked in with me, but I don't know that necessarily sexually, this is the stuff that I like or that I'm into. And, um, <laughs> Ava, um, she, she said, check my Snapchat. <laughs> I'm so scared. Oh, no. And, uh, I would just communicate that with him and see how he takes that. I mean, I don't see a reason why he would be a shitty person about that or like just release your pictures. Cause you don't want to necessarily do something now. Sexually, if that's something that he's interested and he wants to do, I mean, I think you're saving him time you know, if anything. And I think that's a good way to phrase it of like, I'm just, I'm being completely open and honest because we've been intimate and this is what you like. And I don't know that that's necessarily what I want to do. I, if you do feel like you like him and you want to try other stuff that's not in that realm and he's open to that, I say, you know, maybe trade off and he tries some stuff that you want to try. Um, but if you just had a good time, it was a good one off experience and you want to have other experiences, I would just communicate that with him, say I had a great time and keep it friendly, keep it casual, keep it cool. Like you don't have to, you know, it doesn't have to be a, a whole shitty thing. Um, but I guess it's depending on how he reacts to that. If he's some guy who's going to fucking release your nudes, fuck that dude. Um, I just hope your face wasn't in him. Yeah. I mean, whatever. There are worse things that could happen, girl. Fucking <laughs> okay, send them titties out. No. Um, yeah. That, I mean, that says more about him as a person than anything else, but um, from, from what I hear, he's checking in and he seemed pretty open and respectful. So I would just give him the same in return. Just be honest about I mean, what yeah, you want to do and what you don't want to do. Ideal. I mean, it just seems like if anything, this is something he's really into. This is like, what yeah. I'm, this is what I'm thinking. Like, it seems like he's into this stuff and that yeah. for him, he's probably going to need to be able to do that stuff yeah. during sex in and order to fulfill his sexual just, thing. Yeah. Yeah. And that's all it is. Is if, if he's like, well, I kind of, and if you say, I don't know if I like that anymore, mm-hmm. um, then maybe he'll, he may, I don't know if he'll get mad, but maybe he'll be like, well, that's what I need. Mm-hmm. And if that's be like, the I case, that. be like, I respect it. And if I that's the case, that. then maybe we should go our separate ways. You know, yeah. it's just, 
I don't think that's for me right now. Yeah. No, yeah. I absolutely agree. And if he if he needs a reason why, you don't have to give him a reason why. If you feel comfortable telling him, like, hey, I have there's stuff that's happened in my past that makes me a little unsure about, like, this kind of super physical rough sex uh, or being submissive, then, you know, I mean, you're 22. You're trying things out. You're experimenting. And I think anyone that's hooking up with you off of Tinder should hopefully be aware of the fact that you guys are hooking up you're experimenting you're trying things it's not like you signed a fucking contract for i have to be your submissive for the next year like yeah you know this is not 50 not, shades of gray not an mcn for that puss you know what i'm saying so like, <laughs> um, <laughs> um i just just communicate exactly like you said here in a text message or on the phone or however you want to do it and uh, you don't have to block anyone or do anything until they start doing stuff that's like super over the top. I think she's, I think she, I think if, when you come down to it, I think she's really concerned about the fact that if she does like, you know, for lack of a better word, break up with him, mm-hmm. uh, he that may do her. something with the photos. And that's a risk you take. I mean, that's a risk when you, you take send, when you photos. send photos. I would say, because there's a part of me that's like, well, if I, if someone has that kind of power over me, mm-hmm. I would, I would do everything in my power to not set him off. Like, to not piss them off. To not piss him off, which is kind of shitty to say. Yeah. But I mean, if, if, I, if, if a girl had some shit and I ended up saying, you know what, I don't really want to be with you anymore, and she gets mad at me for it, mm-hmm. I immediately is going to go, oh, shit, well, what is, I mean, just be as mature and level-headed as you can. Just be Don't get emotional. Yeah, don't, don't. Be the better person. Know because exactly what you want. I'm a big believer in that when, when people get upset or angry, that's just their initial reaction. They haven't had enough time to really think and, and, yeah. and sink in if he gets, about it. If he gets like annoyed about it, I mean, you could go the route of being like, hey, I know you're upset. When you want to talk about this, we can talk. Yeah. But also, it's some dude you fucked off of tinder like yeah. it's, he also you know like at the same time it's like i'll give you some leeway to have emotions about this but at the other day it's like we fucked once like get over it <laughs> yeah. you know what i'm saying like not to be an asshole but like you know you just gotta be yeah mature level-headed and just be very you don't have to resort to any petty shit just you know say exactly that i'm hey i don't know that i really want to do this sexually anymore and i respect your time enough to tell you that and to be honest with you and if a dude can't respect that and is going to be shitty about it, well, fuck that dude. And he's going to, yeah. listen, he's going to get it. He's going to, something, <laughs> he's going to get his, okay? Mm-hmm. People can't go through life and remain unchecked generally, so. Next question. Uh, let's do one more question. All right, one more. Uh, this is the subject, can't think of a catchy subject, so like, sorry. <laughs> Assholes. <laughs> this is from Chant- Chantel. What up? Tw- 24 years old. Okay. Uh, you can say my name because I only have one friend cool enough to listen to this podcast, but All she's right. still far behind at this time. So, cut to the chase. Oh, man, this is my kind of person. I just got out of an abusive friendship maybe three weeks ago, okay. and though I'm feeling better and free, I'm still tangled in this person's web of lies and basically emotional and psychological abuse. Mm-hmm. I'm finding myself stressing a lot more more easy, and I'm feeling this fucked up feeling like I need to apologize and basically run back to her, even mm-hmm. though I don't want to. It's really doing my head in, and though I've been through worse, I never imagined going through something like this. Hell, it took me till last week to even attach a label of abuse to it. Mm. So, I mean, like, any help or advice on how to untangle myself from seven years of this? Thanks, Daddy Keith and Mama Tondras. P.S. I don't have a cute puppy to show you guys, but I do have a little baby cat. All right. <laughs> and it's a... Uh, Snapchat. 
As like you were looking This up. looks like the dead cat you found outside you the guys, other day. I'm beeps. actually having like a I'm having a <laughs> dilemma right now of what to do because um like last week I went outside and there was an orange cat and it was dead. Yeah. Um, just like curled curled, up, curled on the, up on the on the grass. Yep. And I called uh, sanitation or whatever because I was like this cat's just gonna sit here and rot and it's gonna be bad and I felt really bad about it and took a picture and I was real sad and uh, and then the past few days we've seen a flyer around here with an orange cat of people looking for this cat I don't know that it's the same cat it's just an orange cat and I don't know how big it was it's kind of a bigger cat but um, I don't know if I should like text these people or call these people and be like, Hey, I don't know if this was your cat, but there was a cat that was definitely, I don't know what to do. Like what would I want in that situation? Like mm-hmm. I wouldn't want to keep searching for an animal that's dead. Um, like if Margo got out or something and someone knew that there was a Shih Tzu that they had called in about, but I also like, I feel so fucking bad because I don't know if it is, their cat might be alive. This might be coincidence. So I don't know. Let me know what I should do. <laughs> okay. Back to this abusive. You, you start this one. Cause I don't, Abusive friendship? Abusive friendship. I mean, uh, everything this person wrote sounds relatively... Tell them how you're going to get out of this friendship, Biebs. Well, it seems like that she's already got out of it. Yeah. It's just that there are uh, residual mm. things still lurking about. Yeah. I mean, it's so not clear. Mm-hmm. Let me go back to the email real quick. Like what the residual things are? Yeah, it's just like uh, I just got out of an abusive friendship three okay. weeks ago. First okay. of all, it's been a pretty that's, short amount of time. That's a very short amount of time. Um... And what is the exact question? Ever imagine going through something like this? Hell, it took me till last week to attach I abuse. I think congratulations to How to untangle myself from seven years of this. I mean, I think you're already on your You've, way. You took the, the big step. Um, it's going to take time. I don't know. I just feel like for me, if there's ever a person in my life that I just know is not mm-hmm. good for me, mm-hmm. I just ignore them Yeah. as best as I can. Mm-hmm. Or I don't go... You know, I don't go anything more than just like a quick like, hey, what's up? Mm-hmm. Like if I happen to see them or something. Like there are people I used to work with at Apple that I'm like, I, I will never, I would never be friends with you. Yeah. Like I, I'm nice to you at work. We just happen to work in the same We place. work together and we're friendly at work together, but yeah. it's like outside of work, like even if they're like, hey, we should hang out sometime. I'd be like, yeah, totally. All your and friends at Apple are going to be like, what the fuck are you talking yeah, about? <laughs> I don't even think she works there anywhere. I think she got. I think she was fired because she wasn't great in any capacity. But like just just people like that where I just get weird vibes from or I just I just know I just get I just feel weird about them. Like I kind of just ignore them. Yeah. Until they get the hint, I guess. Yeah. As shitty as that is. But it's like. Yeah. If you're friends with someone for seven years. That's the best thing you can show someone who like. Indifference. Yeah. Is indifference. Like you don't give a shit. Yeah. I'm not affected. Yeah. I'm just living my life. Yeah. I think it's going to take time. I mean, getting yourself out of... Once you get out of a friendship or a relationship or anything like that, like, obviously, if you're friends with someone for that long, they're probably entrenched in other areas of your life. Like, you probably have mutual friends. You probably, like, there'll be parties and stuff you'll be invited to. And I think you just have to remember the reason you got out of it and be very secure and strong in that. And um, and and just keep very focused on your own shit. And eventually, like, t- like time, honestly, will help um, kind of get out of those those feelings and process that and deal with that. But it's been three weeks. So, I mean, congratulations to you to getting out of that. And, um, you know, you need space to do your own thing and grow. And hopefully this person grows and learns and becomes a better person so that they don't, you know. Yeah. Okay. I'm ready. Wrapping it up. I'm ready to wrap it up. 
Okay. Find a sexy song. Uh, so we have a Patreon. If you go to roommatepod.com or you go to patreon.com slash adventures and roommating, Patreon is a tipping and reward site. It's what keeps this podcast free as fuck, keeps the roof over this head, and keeps this puppy fed. Right? Yeah. Is, that, is that right? Yes. That rhymes. Roof over this head and keep this puppy I'm fed. I'm so proud of you. Keep going. Yeah, I'm a songstress, bitches. Um, so we give a little extra shout out to some of our BBs that just make this um, much easier to do and to to live uh so we have daniel wilner daniel wilner wants us to promote the gender identity center of colorado which has low-cost counseling services and support groups to the gender variant and transgender community it's a tiny organization that's completely volunteer run and if any of the babies feel like making a donation to help them keep their doors open and the incredibly important services offered at a minimal cost or even free they can do so by clicking the donate button at gic-colorado.org that is gic-colorado Dot Dad. org. Eric. We have Indy Oh My Gab. What up, Indy? Indiana what up, Jones. Girl? My we friend's have... Wi-Fi network was called Indiana Jones. Is it? Um, my <laughs> Wi-Fi uh, at when I was living in Detroit was Jesus Loves Gangbangs. Um, so we have Chelsea West. Chelsea West was right. currently to promote uh, her creative partner, John Royal's tabletop card game called Best Movie Never Made. If you go to facebook.com slash best movie never made, go check it out. You can, If you like games like Red Flags and Super Fight and Cards Against Humanity and all these goodies, uh, you'll probably like this one. So go check it out. Facebook.com slash best movie never made. Man. Uh, we have our $25 reward group. We got uh, Dr. Quinn Medicine Woman, QT. There you go. We got <laughs> Quinn tried so hard to get out of the Dr. Quinn Medicine Woman thing, but it's just <laughs> such a good name. Yeah. Dr. Quinn Medicine Woman. Woman. Uh, we have Ben, you sound like a football player, Peyton. We have Megan, you spelled it wrong, Griffin. We have Amelia, Adele, Dazim, Vinzile. We have Gina, so glad you went to the doctor, Wartman. We have Corey, pussy popping on the moon, Neil. We have Priscilla, queen of the desert, Ramirez. We have Brittany, seller, Doricella. We have Eric, you know, nah, hmm. me know. Mm-hmm. And we have Demaro, you have a perfect name, Excel. It's time for the fucking All right, girl. I got the perfect sexy song. Do you, be You ready, Beebs? I'm ready. <laughs> You're so fucking weird. Oh, bless. Mm. We have Lisa Wilkins, Connie Bowers, mm. Melissa Johnson, Ramla Hussein, Hannah Issa, Megan Cobb, Deanna Resendez, Emmanuel Marceau, Kyle Englishman, the notorious hashtag baby Dylan, Katie Warren, Becca Schroeder, Cody Castillo, Anthony Hood, Melissa Bernard, Maddie Williams, Kate, Ali Suchi, Angela Manos, Emily Turner Hagman. And if we didn't read your name, it's because, you know. You got declined, You got declined, bitch. <laughs> right? I'm sexy and I can't see us what we're dancing. This guy's dancing in his underwear at Venice Beach. <laughs> Which is what else you can do? What on else you gonna Beach, do, girl? You know, uh, thank <laughs> you guys. close up of his crotch. Thank you guys. So Ron much. Jeremy's in this music video. Sorry, girl. <laughs> thank you guys so much for listening <laughs> to the podcast. Uh, make sure that you subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio. Leave us a little review. Leave us some love this week, and definitely bring another BB into the family. Yeah. You can find me at Megan Townsend on most things. You can find me Keith without a crew and most things Keith W O A crew. Um and on Twitter. Yeah. Bitch, I'm no, I won't. Yeah, I like to thank you very much.